0: with use of the ketamine in the therapy it happens faster we can do it in talk therapy but it will take longer time because we can get this other perspective that gives us the information where this is coming we have this new sense of ourselves and then we can take it forward into our life
1: welcome ladies to the real estate investor show Providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co hosts, Liz and Andressa. For those looking for a new way to take care of your mental health and the mental health of those you love, you cannot miss today's episode. We have Veronica Gold on, who's a family therapist and an expert on psychedelic-assisted therapy.
2: And for those of you that are considering using this type of treatment, as always, consult with your therapist and primary care doctor before taking any of the advice that we're going to be sharing during this episode. Before we get into the ketamine treatment, let's hear a word from our sponsors.
3: Visit biggerpockets.com slash Vacasa, spelled V A C A S A, and get a free personalized income estimate today. That's biggerpockets.com slash Vacasa. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes, but how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company, safe, smart, secure.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is Liz. And this is Indressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show. We believe that every woman has the birthright to achieve financial freedom and live life on her own terms. We take that really seriously And it's not just about investing, but it's about their mindset too and their self-care. And that's why we're so excited to have Veronica Gold on our show today. Veronica, thank you so much for coming on today. And we're I'm so excited personally to have you on this show today to get into psychedelic treatments and ketamine and how it's so important for our mental health. So thank you for being here.
0: Thank you for having me. Delighted to be here.
1: So excited to be here, have you have you here. So I want to share something very personal with everyone listening. So, you know, we, we, we are very authentic on the show, Veronica. And I don't think I've shared this before on our show. And I'm just going to share it with the two of you and whomever's listening. <laughs> but I've struggled with anxiety for, for the last 20 years. And I honestly didn't even realize I struggled with anxiety until uh, my therapist kind of brought it to my, my attention. I just thought I had worried thoughts. I thought I had ruminating thoughts. And quite honestly, I just thought that was normal until working with her and kind of uncovering some, some things for, for myself. And, you know, as my family grew, my responsibilities grew, my business grew, and my kids got a little older, the, the anxiety increased as well for me. And so I really needed to do something, especially because it was affecting my sleep. Uh, most, most, you know, mornings, 3am, the 2am, 3am timeframe, I'd be getting up, um, and I just wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. You know, the 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 worried thoughts and the rumination just would loop and loop and loop until I get up at six. So my my husband came home and said, Hey, I heard about this new treatment called ketamine. Uh, and it's, you know, something you might want to take a look at. And I said, I'll do anything. I'll try anything. You know, I, I really wanted to avoid medication. I don't think medication's bad, but I did want to do something that didn't require me to be reliant on medication just for my own my own uh, beliefs and where I'm at. And so I did six treatments, Veronica, uh, a few months ago, and it made such a transforma- transformational um, transformation in my own life. And, and uh, people that are around me know, and Tressa <laughs> goes, have you been doing ketamine, especially if I'm saying or doing something that's a little clear or what have you? So it's, it was very impactful for me. And I wanted to have you on. The first question I have, we have a lot of questions for you, but what's the most profound gift that ketamine you know, ketamine treatment, especially, has has given people um, struggling with anxiety, depression, and other traumas.
0: Ketamine is a really interesting uh, medication or medicine, you could say, that is used in different ways, and so it can be used really in a medical model where people are looking to feel better. So we can say symptom reduction. You know that they they feel anxious, they have depression, they, you know, as you said, maybe insomnia. And so they go through the treatment and, and really can get help with these symptoms. But, you know, beyond that, there is a possibility of using it in the context of psychotherapy where it can help people uncover, you know, some underlying issues, the the challenges that are contributing to the symptoms they have. And so not only they get symptom reduction, but they get lasting change in, in their life. And so we can see changes in relationships, changes in decisions how people make, their their well being, um, and in you know, relation relationship to themselves.
2: I think this is so like many of you might be thinking, right, is this a real stage show or what what is this, right? So we, we stand for, for women to really getting to know themselves, live their best life, and and Self-care, I think think mental health is a big item that is part of self-care. In order for you to live your best life, uh, I think, you know, many times we get used to how we have been thinking and living. And as you said, Liz, many people are like, well, isn't this normal? Yeah. So for you, Veronica, for the women that are listening... Who does qualify or if there is a qualification for this type of treatment? But if I am somebody that I'm like, hmm, I'm pretty like high performance and I'm doing well. I wouldn't say I am like troubled, right? But what, what would you say to, to, to that person that is listening, that is thinking, hmm, do I need that? how would I know if I do need that or not?
0: I think like Liz said, a great example that she felt it was just part of her life that she was dealing with her anxiety and that is how things are. And so sometimes we might not even know that there is kind of a different way of being that we, you know, kind of in having high functioning lives and and doing great things and taking care of family, we don't realize that there might be Uh, things that could get better. And it could be, you know, anxiety, it could be depression, it could be, you know, maybe feeling like, um, you know, like, even though you have, you know, everything going well, there is something missing in connection to meeting of of one's life. Um, And, you know, for some people, it might be uh, finding themselves stuck in the same patterns in relationships and conflicts. And so, those are all things that, you know, we could talk about in therapy. And the exciting possibility of ketamine and, you know, other psychedelic therapies that are getting researched right now, uh, is that they, they, they work faster, that it, you know, doesn't require to be years in weekly psychotherapy, that really these, um, you know, medicines or catalysts, uh, support the process and the change quite rapidly. And, um, you know, my hope is that people who are well could use these for, you know, improving of their well-being. Um, you know, unfortunately, that's not, not the way it, 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 it is possible right now because of, um, the way that this, these medications have to be prescribed. Uh, but there is a potential that, um, we can feel better, um, and kind of expand away how, how we, how we relate and know ourselves and how we relate to things that happened in the past. And and then of course it goes into the future.
1: Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's interesting when you start to do the research on ketamine, uh, because as soon as you hear psychedelic, people are like, what did you do drugs? You know, what, 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 where did you go? Where did you go to do this? And I said, well, I went to a clinic. It was, you know, I, it was through an IV. I was very, I was monitored by a doctor. I was monitored by, you know, nurses. So it was a very controlled environment. Right. And so." The question would be, you know, in so many ways, why is ketamine so powerful, especially with people like the common uh, anxiety, depression, um, PTSD are, are probably ones that I've heard a lot of people using this type of treatment for. Why is it so powerful? Now I'm going to share my experience, when I, what I remember of when I was um, going through these these moments. I've shared a lot of that with Andressa. Um, But why is it so powerful? What about ketamine? It's been around forever. Uh, it's not a new thing, and it 's used in hospitals still it 's given to children, obviously small doses. but why is it so powerful
0: mm-hmm. yeah, so ketamine you know has been originally approved for the use of anesthesia in anesthesia in surgeries and it 's a very safe medication and so um, you know that has been used from the sixties but then um you know the the, the the physicians started to see when people were coming out of the anesthesia. That they were reporting a lot of different experiences that were, um, you know, like dreamlike experiences or uh, connection with something greater or connecting with some uh, challenges that they might have had in the past and having like a different perspective on that. Uh, but also they've had you know what use the psychedelic experiences, and I think we can think of you know that that we are all still impacted by the war on drugs and misinformation that has been given about psychedelics and thinking about it as 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 a you know drug that i that is kind of harmful to us and so there is this potential this ketamine uh that there is a variety of dosing, and you know kind of the 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 signature of it is that it gives us a little bit of space from ourselves. It gives us space from the anxiety or the depression or the traumas from the past that we can look at it uh, in kind of a little bit from a distance. So it's not that we are kind of numb to it, you know. So sometimes it's also confusing when you say dissociative because we can think of dissociation as something negative. But this is not a psychological dissociation that, that happens when we don't want to think about it. It's something that gives us space to look at uh, you know, and have a distance from, from, from that feeling state.
1: Absolutely. I, and I, just to share my experience, I think I shared this with you, Andressa. I think I shared all my, all my six sessions with Andressa of what I experienced. And for me, it was a sense, is a little bit of a sense of a detachment. And I almost saw things almost like on a movie screen. I knew I was still there in the clinic, but it did feel like a little bit of a dissociation. And I did feel like I was almost like watching a movie, uh, a lot of visual for me personally. And one of the most profound things, was my first session. After I had a heightened a- anxiety of them turning the lights down, giving me music, and then starting the IV, I freaked out, had a like total breakdown, and then they came in to kind of calm my fear. After I moved through that, I'm like, well, yeah, I have some anxiety. So um, but when I went through that and then that first experience, I actually saw like my 95 year old self. And she was beautiful, very, very strong, very confident. Then I saw my five-year-old self, and then I saw my grandmother. It was like this multiple, this this experience that I went on, if that makes any sense. And and, and there was a number of takeaways for me, um, reconnecting with who I really am and the greatness of who I am. Um, I don't know if everyone has that experience. I haven't talked to too many people that have gone through, through Ketamine, but that was very profound for me. But it was almost like a dissociation, almost sort of like in a movie theater, if that makes sense, where I wasn't there, but I saw it and I was experiencing it. Is that a common experience for people, other people that you've worked with?
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing. It sounds like a really powerful uh, experience that you've had. And and it is, you know, one of the ways it looks. So there is, people have really different experiences. Um, so it's kind of also important to know that, you know, we don't want to set expectation what it will be like. But there is a way that, past memories and past experiences, positive and negative can come up. So we can kind of reconnect with something that has been important in our life and that maybe we've forgotten. And then we can look at experiences that maybe we've left in the past, but suddenly we realize they're still impacting us. And we have this opportunity to, um you know, look at them differently or to process them. And, you know, one one of the guiding principles that we talk about is that, you know, We are move, we are kind of moving towards. So we are, you know, getting through the anxiety. So sometimes, like you said, you might feel more of what, you know, you're, you're coming in with. So it might be the fear or anxiety, um, or sadness, but it's almost like coming up for the transformation so you can look at it and because of the kind of distance of the ketamine it doesn't feel as overwhelming and then you have the support of the therapist or uh, you know at some of the clinics the nurse or the physician and that they kind of encourage you to move through that and that that is a part of kind of letting that go or transforming or you know br- bringing up so you can really look at it you know, then, you know, in the integration period. So, you know, the integration time is the time after the session. So it's not only about the experience with ketamine, but it is the part of, you know, you're preparing for the treatment, you have the treatment, and then there is a time when you're integrating, making sense of the experience and kind of implementing the changes that, that came from that into your life. So I think that's kind of important to hold, that it's not just the ketamine, it's really the process that, um you know, that the ketamine is facilitating.
1: I'm
3: curious, have you been struggling to keep your vacation rental booked? I totally get it. It's tough to manage and keep filled, but we found something that really works. It's called Vacasa. They've seriously changed the game for a lot of the BP audience. In almost every market they're in, Vacasa manages to fill up the calendar more than anyone else. And get this, the average Vacasa user sees about 24% more bookings than with other managers. That's a lot of extra income. Curious to see what you could be earning? You can get a personalized income estimate right there. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at what Vacasa can do for you. Check out BiggerPockets.com slash Vacasa, spelled V-A-C-A-S-A. BiggerPockets.com slash Vacasa.
2: And I did not go yet to ketamine. <laughs> I, keep encouraging I, I, I can you. I can share. Let's share her experience, but I can share how I received the experience and the impact from from our team, right? So it's not that she changed uh, to something else. I think that, and I don't know if I am using the correct words to to describe it, but that is just my my perception of what had happened as if any like filter or concern as if her brain was like super crystal clear. She was very crystal clear on what she was saying, the certainty, there was no self-doubting. It was really like the, 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 like her, her best self I felt. That I was like, who is this freaking powerful woman that speaks her truth, unapologetic, like shoot the decisions, does not question the decisions. And Liz is somebody that comes from like serving others, pleasing others. Not that she let go of that, but she did not compromise her own thoughts and wishes and desires anymore. She was super full of like who she was. And it's like, well, this is it. So if you guys like it, great. If you don't like it, well, 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 right? Not in a in a sense am I'm imposing anything, but I was like, wow, I'm experienced my friend, my business partner in in a in a in a different way. And and that did not go away you know like oh she didn't do that i think that her commitment with con- continue working on herself cuz that's what we do in our business and who we do like there was a there was a list before and after ketamine. and and i don't know if if what i'm describing is just my opinion or if that's what usually happen with 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 people veronica yeah, that's, you know, it's amazing. And it's
0: great that you can reflect that back, that you kind of see the changes, because sometimes as, as also we change, we are not noticing all of it. And so you're reflecting this greater self-confidence and, and trust in, in herself. And that, that is kind of what, what we hope that, that people can really connect with, you know, their, their, you know, or their kind of essence and, Feel more confident that, 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 you know, fears or self doubts or, uh, you know, these worries stop holding them back and that the past for someone is really just the, the medication. For other people, it's processing some ways where maybe these, you know, beliefs about themselves that are not serving them of, you know, maybe I'm not enough or I don't deserve or, um, you know, kind of not not trusting ourselves in certain places that we can look at where that came from and process it in the therapy and let that go, and so then uh, you know, and I, I I think that with use of the, the the ketamine in the therapy it happens faster. You know, we can do it in talk therapy, but it will take longer time because we can get this other perspective that you know, kind of it gives us the information where this is coming, and and also it 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 facilitates the sense of well being that, um, you know, kind of can stay like we have this new sense of ourselves in ourselves, and then we can take it forward into, into, into our life.
1: Yeah. And I can say safely that I have not had those, um, early morning. I used to call them like the, the rumination early morning sessions with myself. And it, and it was so incredibly draining, right? Cause you're like, literally the amount of thinking I did before I actually got out of my bed, I was like tired before I could begin my day. You know that that that's the kind of impact it was having. Um, I honestly, I honestly haven't had one of those mornings. I may I don't even know if I can say I've had the same mornings at all. I don't think any any morning has looked. I maybe like a like a five percent rumination, and then I I cut it out. You know, and kind of so I move through it much faster. Um, but it's gotten like so so much better, um, and that's a gift to not like to be able to get out of your bed and like just start the day um, feeling more yourself, you know, versus tired of the thinking you just did for an hour and a half, which was a lot of mornings. Right. So the question I have for you too, is it's a, it's a muscle and, and what other work, and I can share what I, what I've done, but what other work, cause it's not like this ketamine treatment. And then you just go back to your life and never do, it's like a muscle, right? There's other things, like you said, the integration that's really important. Um, what have you seen other folks that you've worked with do to continue the process, right? To continue the work, um, in addition to obviously, uh, maybe seeing someone or other, other things they could be doing, but what other, what other, like best practices have you seen to continue that path for people? I'm curious.
0: I think working with a therapist while you're getting the treatment is really important. Um, uh, you know, some clinics and the way how I work is that, you know, the therapist is with you during the session. So the psychotherapy actually happens while you are receiving the okay. ketamine. And, uh, but if you do it that way, or if you work in, you know, in a way that it, or going to an IV clinic, it's important to have somebody you can work with because for some people it's really smooth and kind of as you're describing, and for some people it will bring up challenges. So you can feel worse before you actually feel better. and. So, you know, I think it's just important to say, because it's, you know, when we hear these kind of success stories, we think like, that's good how it looked like for everybody. And for people, you know, maybe there is a, some experience from the past that wasn't fully processed, and then it comes up more into the consciousness. And so it's important to have somebody that, um, you know, can work through that with you. So it's, you know, psychotherapy, um, but all practices that you know, we know are helpful, like uh, having a meditation practice, or, you know, maybe taking a little more time of being with oneself, if it's, you know, being in nature, or, you know, taking time to to journal, just a way to stay connected to the experience, because we can have those experiences and then kind of, you know, go back into the busy life and forget about them. So, you know, whatever way, whatever practice is to stay connected to the work and to, to, to the results that you're you're getting and um, you know oftentimes we see that people kind of change and add things that are helpful to them in their life uh, that it really comes from them you know so somebody will be in the treatment and say you know I actually really want to do more yoga or you know maybe I uh, you know need to see certain friends or I need to you know kind of that these changes come from within and so that's you know, another way that, you know, I really believe and what I think is beautiful about this is that we have this inner intelligence. You know, we call it the inner healing intelligence or, or organismic intelligence or kind of self that, you know, when we create these optimal conditions, which you know is in, in, in the ketamine experience, there will be the, the safe uh environment, the relationship with the doctor or the therapist, there is a music, there is invitation for the internal focus. And then we are waiting what, you know, comes up for for the person. So every person has a different thing that will come up. And so we are, um, you know, enhancing and supporting this trust in oneself. And so that's why the practices that people will do will be different. You know, that someone might come out and be like, you know, I wanted to take uh, singing classes for many, many years. And I just was busy with other things. And that's what I need to do. And suddenly they connect to their voice and they feel like, i can speak better you know i i had anxiety about speaking and now i'm connecting to my voice so that you know might look differently for different people as we're listening to this this inner knowing this inner inner intelligence that 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 we all have
1: yeah i for me that listening to the music when i was in the session uh and then listening to that music after and i have listened to it it's like you step right back into those feelings. Like, you know, you go to these people go to weekends, they go to these personal growth weekends and then they, they lose some of that, that energy, that experience. It's the same kind of thing where you're reconnecting by the music that you were listening to literally. Um, and I, I was doing, I, I've been able to step back into not that exact experience, but it's certainly helped, um, reconnect me, right? Reconnect to some of the pieces that I got from it. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions though, too, Veronica. I, I know. I've lived my life by kind of pushing the envelope and doing things quite honestly that were off the beaten path. Uh, so, so doing ketamine wasn't treatments was not something that I'm like, Oh, what are people going to think? I've been doing that my whole life. So I wasn't too worried about that from that perspective, but it is different and it is something that's kind of up and coming, uh, from the perspective of treatment. Um, and there's a lot of misconceptions out there. What would you say are the biggest misconceptions, um, and then how to, you know, how people listening can move through that, especially if it's them or someone that they love, that something like this could be really, really helpful for. Um, what are those misconceptions and how do they move through them?
0: Some of the ways that we are impacted by the misinformation war on drugs that, you know, it's a, it's a doing drugs being, you know, it's something addictive. So it's interesting because ketamine has been even used for the treatment of addictions, So that you, you know, would think like you're using a drug, but it's actually can help people with when they're struggling with addiction. There is also a misconception that it is a magic bullet, that it's something that's going to really help us. And so we need to understand that it requires some work when, you know, and and the more, you know, you're engaged in the work, the better benefit you get. And so I, I love what you said about you know, listening to the playlist from the session after because that's one of the integration recommendations. And, you know, not everyone does that. So that, you know, it's a, it's important, like the more you, you engage in the process, the more you get out of it. Um, you know, people can be scared of the psychedelic experience, um, and you know, th- th- it's, it's important to really research the the place you're going to go to, the person you're going to work with, uh, that they have a good reputation that they have, you know, mental health, uh, professionals available, uh, or, you know, are in the sessions and, you know, that you feel really prepared to the process that you're going to step into, um, you know, because there, there, there are clinics that, you know, mail you ketamine to do it at home and. I wouldn't recommend that you know I wouldn't recommend doing it without a therapist uh because that's where people can have bad experiences, and so kind of these misconceptions they're you know some based on on real experiences that people had, but usually it was because there wasn't a safe setting setting or you know the safe environment or there wasn't enough uh assessment that there are good candidates for this treatment, so there are you know some exclusion criteria and 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 so you don't really want to want to feel. Um, that, that you, you feel kind of safe and comfortable going in. Some people have, uh, uh, you know, ketamine has been used in veterinary, um, clinics. So some people have these kind of associations that, you know, that, that, that it's, it's, uh, you know, unsafe or overwhelming for, for, for people. And again, it, it really is all about the preparation, the safety and that, um, you know, there is a variety from, from the low doses where you just can feel a little more relaxed. And, and opened up to, you know, the higher doses that, again, when done in a safe setting can be really helpful um, helpful for uh, people. You know, I've worked with a lot of people, for example, with end-of-life anxiety or who are struggling with deep grief and that it's not something that they have long-standing mental health issue, but that something really difficult is happening in their life and that working in this way um, was really h- helpful in providing them support and different perspective as they were um, you know working through 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 those moments. Okay, so those are some I'm thinking about.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now that's a great perspective and I just I just want to share that in the show notes I'm going to add uh the the clinic that I went to that uh was in New Jersey. Uh we have a lot of listeners everywhere in the world but I know we do have a lot in the tri-state area and uh they just couldn't do enough for me. I had such a fantastic experience there. Uh I felt very taken care of uh hands down. So I know that that could be something that's really important when people are doing something new uh, there's a level of uncertainty. We want to feel safe and we want to feel kind of taken care of and, you know, make sure that we're in a safe environment. So I'll, I'll add that in the show notes, the place that I went to. It's in uh, Howell, New Jersey. Um, Veronica, this has been great. And I, I really appreciate the color that you've shared around this really important treatment. Um, I, I really like this topic a lot just because I like to share what's coming up for me and my experiences, but... Uh, you know, just appreciate you being on today. And where can our listeners learn more about you and the work that you're involved in?
0: I work in a clinic called Polaris Insight Center. I'm a co-founder of that clinic. It's in San Francisco, California, in the Bay Area. And uh, that's where we provide treatments. We also provide online treatments, but only for people in California. So those in, in California can find me and, um, you know, can can email me there, um, veronica at and the website is, is uh, polarisinsight.com.
2: Awesome. All this information you guys can find on our show notes. Now we're going to transition to our fabulous three questions. The first one, Veronica, is what's the most transformational book you ever read?
0: There's so many. So it's uh, hard to say one book. Um, you know, if we are talking about non-ordinary states of consciousness, I um, have enjoyed books from Stan Graf, uh who's you know written so much about these states, and they have been transformational for my work as a as a psychotherapist
2: What's the most powerful routine that you do to create a financially free and balanced life? whatever balance means to you?
0: yeah, so for me, it's being in nature to balance because I'm you know really busy and and you know have full days, so taking walk in the morning in the in the forest coast where I live. That's that's what helps me the most.
2: And last question, which woman, famous or not, has inspired you the most?
0: Again I would go to my teachers, you know that I think these these works of uh working with psychedelics uh are you know they're the newest thing, but they are long, long traditions with lineages and uh so my teachers in, in the MDMA assistive therapy uh, Marcella Otalora and Annie Midhofer um, have been really impactful in my life.
1: Veronica, thanks again so much for being on our show and thanks for sharing your wisdom with our community.
0: Thank you for having me. Thank you.
2: If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community